Hey guys, welcome to podcast number two. Today I want to talk to you about something that I believe to be so important yet often overlooked, the topic of self-discovery and the one question that starts everything, who am I? Now self-discovery isn't just for the alternative, it's something that is essential for every single one of us to explore about ourselves. After all, if we don't know who we are, how can we ever give ourselves the best possible chance of achieving optimal wellness in all areas of our lives? The World Health Organization describes wellness as a state of complete physical, mental and social well-being and not merely just the absence of, dece- the absence of disease or infirmity. But what does this actually mean? Now, wellness is the key to living a higher quality of life. While we're convinced by society that it's important to be skinny like the models in magazines or fit like the men and women promoting Fitzbo on Instagram or follow the latest diet fad that has you starving and only eating lemons or married with kids in a white picket fence by the age of 25. In reality, these are absolutely insignificant to the power that holistic wellness and mindset has on our lives. Everything we do in life and every emotion that we have relates to our well-being and in turn our state of well-being directly affects everything we do in life our actions and our emotions it's a 360 degree cycle that's why it's so important that we achieve optimal wellness and in turn know who we are authentically and at our core so that we can give ourselves the best possible life did you know that being authentic is without a doubt linked to happiness To be authentic is to feel at home in your own body, accepted, and to feel true to our own sense of values. It's a kind of confidence that doesn't come from anything else or attaining something outside of ourselves, but simply just knowing that we're enough, whatever our particular feelings, needs, or skills are, that we matter, and that we add value to the world. By doing this, we not only reduce stress and live happier lives, but we minimize the risk of illness and disease and increase the chance of positive relationship with others and ourselves. Now, self-discovery is the process of acquiring insight into one's character, helping gain understanding about ourselves and our values, beliefs, motivations, and needs. It is the process of becoming aware of our own true potential, purpose, character, motives, and authentic self. So who are you? To be clear, you would certainly be able to provide an answer based on a description of your name, gender, location, age, occupation and relationship status. It's below the surface of these social titles that a sense of confusion can often occur. It's below this surface too that your real self exists. So who are you really? Can you answer it off the top of your head or are you stuck for an answer? Self-discovery should be the end game goal for everyone. Once we know who we are, we also know what makes us passionate, our purpose in life, the things we must do to achieve our potential and what fills our life with happiness. The majority of people though, go through life playing a role to mask who they really are. Others simply become what others want them to be or who they think they should be. We only have one life on this earth. Why cheat ourselves of the opportunity to understand who we really are and what we want out of our own life, as well as how we can add value to the world and the lives of those around us? Any idea who you are yet? 
We often get so caught up in this material, filter-filled society and life that we begin to identify with our possessions, our jobs, and our roles in relationships, the amount of followers we have, and the rose glass filter we place on our lives, and often have no idea who we are authentically. Whether we become aware of it or not, the scary thing is that we often think of ourselves in relationship to our homes, our cars, our clothes, our social media following, or the amount of likes we get, our partners, families, and our careers. We define who we are, not by who we are at our core, but by what we do, who is in our life, and what we have. How many times have you been defined by who you are, by the job that you have? Or when someone asks, so who are you? You reel off something like this. Hey, my name's Tamara, I'm 30 years old. I live in Melbourne, I'm single, and I work as a personal trainer. Does that really make you know who I am? I wouldn't have thought so. If you think you know a person based off their name, age, location, relationship status, and job, then we have some serious work to do. I can tell you right now, I am much more than those five things, just like you are as well. When getting to know someone or meeting someone for the first time, from my experience, I would say within the first three to five questions, we're always asked, so what do you do? Because for some weird, weird reason, that's how people can understand who we are, by the thing that we spend 23% of our week doing and that pays our bills. But what about the person we are for 100% of the time? What about the person who we are on the inside? And the thing is, if we aren't defined by our jobs, we're de- like we're, we end up being defined by the way we look or what possessions we have. It's funny that in a society we live in, we're often asked if we have a career or if we're married or if we have kids or how big our house is or even more damaging if we get many likes on our photos. As if life is some sort of grocery list that we go to the supermarket to buy. But no one ever asks us the important questions like if we love ourselves or if we're happy or takes the time to get to know who we really are. We get so worried about ticking off this grocery list that we end up missing out on happiness, our optimal wellness and self-love altogether. Now, if life is measured by this grocery list, then I will happily admit that all I have is my career. I'm still single. I went through a terribly violent relationship in my past that took me to rock bottom. And since then, I haven't found the right man to spend my life with, let alone even think about kids or have a house. And by no means do I care about the amount of likes I get on a photo. Does this make me a failure at life? No. When really, if someone was to ask me if I loved myself, hell yes I do. And am I happy? I sure am. Do I know who I am at my core? Damn straight I do. Now, I'm not sure about you, but in my eyes, those last three questions are the only three things that matter. We do this when defining other people in our lives that we meet as well. People love to put people in a box, not because they probably even know they're doing it, but because it's the way we've all grown up and been raised. It's become the social norm. It's how we make sense of each other to label every single person in one tiny little box. We've heard it before. He's a footballer or they are a lawyer or she's got a banging bod or she's a mum. How naive and small-minded of us 
Is it to think that if she has a banging bod, of course she can't offer the world anything more? Or isn't something deeper at her core? Or just because she's a mum means that is all she is. Just because she gave birth to a baby, her whole identity and authentic self has disappeared as quickly as a plate of dumplings on a Friday night. Or every single footballer out there is exactly the same person and feels the same things, acts the same way and has the same values and beliefs. We think once we know what box someone fits in, we're okay with that because we understand them and who they are. Or we think we do at least. Crazy, isn't it? How as humans though, can we expect to fit in one tiny little single labeled box? And it's not just the people we meet. We label ourselves in this same way as well. We label ourselves in this same way. For so many years, people would say, so who are you? And I would say, I'm a personal trainer. And if they didn't ask, people would judge me on the way that I look. Not in a bad way, but I would always get, you're so fit, so you're this type of person or you're that type of person. Or they would comment on the way that I look. But it's actually bullshit because yes, I love my career, but I'm so much more than a PT or someone who looks fit. Those things are only a small portion of who I am. And I'm not defined by one job or the way that I look today. Looks change. So it would be crazy to label anyone, let alone yourself, by the way that you look on the outside. I am Tamara. Plain and simple, I am me. And there are a million different layers to me, as there are every single other person on this planet, including you. To put it simply, as a whole, we're automatically programmed to say, I am my job. I am successful because I have a good house. I am wealthy and my bank balance must be rolling in it because I drive a good car. I'm a good person because I have a spouse or I'm in a relationship. But what happens when we lose these things? What happens if we changed career or lost our job or if our partner left us? What happens when our bodies change? Do we lose our imagined identity and then we no longer know who we really are? Unfortunately, this is the reality that the majority of society currently faces and why the majority of people at some point or another lose their own identity in their own heads. Your body is constantly and forever changing and eventually the cells that make up your body today will be shed like an old dress or or a worn pair of jeans. If you put on weight or lose weight or get a six pack or get pregnant, no matter how your body changes, it doesn't change who you are at your core. Same goes with everything else in your life. If your partner leaves you or you lose your job, it doesn't change who you are. Your circumstances just change. And there is a difference. You are you because you make you amazing. It has nothing to do with external forces. I would still be exactly the same person if I gave away my career to follow a new passion. Yes, I would grow, learn and experience new things. But at my core, I'm still the same person. Yes, I may become more skilled or learn new tricks, but who I am is still the same. So how can I be defined by my job? If for some reason I decided to eat a family-sized jar of Nutella every single day and lost my passion for training and became unfit and put on weight, would I still be the same person at my core? Yes. If I sold my car and walked everywhere, would I still be the same person? Yes. Just because I'm single, does this mean I'm not a good person? No. That's actually just ridiculous. And when we say it out loud, it seems so obvious. So it's time to stop living in the box. 
and find out who you truly are at your core and outside of these labels. So who are you? Being your authentic self is the practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we actually are. As as Ferris Bueller says, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. So today is the day for you to discover who you are, who you want to be and what life you want to live from here on in. Is this the life you want to be living? Is this the person you want to love? Is this the job that makes you burst on the inside with excitement and passion? Is this the best that you can be? Can you be stronger, fitter, more kind? The things that excite you are not random. They're connected to your purpose here on earth. Follow them. Please don't settle. Not in a job that you hate. Not in a town where you don't feel at home. Not with friendships that aren't real. Not with love that doesn't bring happiness. And especially not with who you are. Now, I'm going to ask you three questions to check in with your authentic self and get to know yourself a bit more. Take your time to answer them. Uh, Pause this as much as you like. Write them down so you can come back to them. Whatever works for you. Just be honest with yourself because this is how you're going to find who you truly are at your core. So the the, the three questions. Number one. What are your top five core values? Now, we're going to create a code of conduct for your life that you want to be living. So these top five core values, what are the, what are the five things that you must have in your life? Beyond your basic human needs, what must you have in your life in order to be fulfilled? Do you need creative expression? Do you need organization to be surrounded by beauty or wealth to always be learning? What are the values that you must honor or a part of you withers away? This is about you. So list everything that you need in your life. There are no right or wrong answers. This is the key to really discovering who you are. Core values are a major part of who we are. They highlight what we stand for. They they represent our unique individual essence. Uh, They guide our behavior, providing us with a personal code of conduct. Now, while you're brainstorming, you know, the things that are most important to you, you know, some things to think about. What values are absolutely essential to your life? Not anyone else's, but your life. What values can you not live without? What values represent your primary way of being in this world? And what values are essential to supporting your inner self? Now, when we honor our personal core values consistently, we feel fulfilled. We don't, when we don't, we feel dissatisfied or unhappy and we're more likely to escape into bad habits to, to feel better. What I have noticed through my experience, though, is that there's often a significant gap between how people perceive their values and how they actually live their lives which is why a lot of people actually don't feel content with their lives because their values do not match their actions and their behavior. So have a think about it, write it down, brainstorm. You might have a list of 20 to 50 different core values and it's just about trying to highlight which ones are the most important to you. Um, Once you've got your top five, write them down. I'd love you to share them with me. Um, Put them on 
a post-it note in your bedroom so you can see them every day and you can be reminded of of what makes you you because those five things if someone was to ask you who you are those five things should actually pretty much give them a good summary of of who you are and and what makes you you now the second question i've got for you today is what would you do today if you weren't afraid now the things that the the list of the things that i wouldn't do that I would do if I wasn't afraid lists are really about our big personal dreams, the things that we want to do for ourselves. Now, these things, more often than not, are the things that bring us the most happiness. So what excites you? What makes you passionate? What would you do if fear was not in your way? Uh, Now, finally, the third question. On a scale of 1 to 10, now 1 being all out, not connected at all and hate this area of your life. 10 is all in, fully connected and love this area of your life. Five is 50 in, 50 out. Now I want you to go through every element of your life, business, career, health, relationships with yourself and others, your body, your happiness, your life, you know, your home life. Be honest with it. What does a 10 look like? Confront it. Answer each area honestly. Now, this score doesn't define you, but it does let you know where you're at with your life. Are you happy where you are in the scale? What are you grateful for with this? Now, speak the truth, confront it. How can you increase that number? If you're currently, if you're a five or an eight or whatever it is, you know, how can you increase that number? How can you get to a 10? And what lessons can you learn along the way to get to a 10? Now, are you all in? Are you all in in your relationship? Are you all in in your business or in your career? Are you all in in your life? If you aren't all in, I hate to break it to you, but you are all out. All in also involves enthusiasm. So be all in in your life. Now, a little bit of self-reflection can go a long way. Now, I this is something I'm so passionate about. So I do hope that you've you've got something out of today. Um, If you do have any questions, um, you can find my email at www.tamarakennedy.com.au or find me on Instagram, send me a message, but I'm here to help. So if you've got any questions or you just want to share your story, I'm here for you. So... Um, I hope you have an amazing day and um, until next time, I'll talk to you soon.